Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. You can probably hear my voice a little bit. I'm feeling a little better. Um, i kind of over the sickness, after sickness. It says in my notes, um, breathing kicks ass. Um, it's one of those don't ever take breathing for granted, guys, because um, one can only do it out of uh, one nostril. Uh, it's uh, very important uh, and very difficult to sleep, but luckily it was only a head cold and I'm kind of over the worst of it now. Um, I've got a little minor cough, which is usually the end of my colds anyway because I'm a smoker um, and I don't uh, quit smoking while I'm sick. I, I just kind of cut down. So um, I am feeling better and that's good. So we're going to get a little bit more in depth about a few things from last week that I didn't, you know, I kind of just gla glossed over or glazed over. Let's kind of start where we started last week with thoughts of not knowing my dad. Um, it's something that I've been thinking about uh, lately, uh, especially last week, uh, not so much this week, because um, I've been busy and distracted, but I don't really know my dad. Um, I, I can't exactly remember what I said as my brain was full of snot last week. But, you know, it's like I knew he grew up in Wisconsin, and like what prompted him to, you know, did the family move to Colorado, and then he went to college where he met my mom, and what, and I mean, like I said, I could ask my mom about you know, the time they meet and, and some, you know, things about his life before that. But I'd like to hear it from him. And this is, you know, we talked, I talked about this, that, you know, I don't necessarily want to trigger my rejection issues by him rejecting me and not calling me back. Now, what's better, being rejected or the fear of being rejected? Uh, that in lies kind of the rub. And it's one of those that I think I may reach out to him and you know, just see where it goes. I, I don't know. But I I would rather be rejected and know, and, and know I can deal with that and survive than have this, like, fear and regret that, you know, regret that I never called him and, and the fear that, like, I, you know, shouldn't call him because I don't want to be rejected. I, I can, the, the fear is never going to go away. Um, I'm going to have to face it. So, um, you know, my dad was a lot of, uh, what I went through in, in all the counseling and therapy. You know, I'm not going to obviously just unload on him, like, you know, first thing out of the gate. Um, he'll weirdly probably be expecting it. Um, he's always been the kind of guy that's like, oh, what's bothering you? Like, what did I do? Da -da -da, or what didn't I do? Well, I guess that's, you know, you could say that for accountability for him. Um, speaking of, you know, fear, uh, the fear agents intro is done. It's a much longer intro than uh, what I thought it would be. Um, and it's kind of a proof of concept to give to Deb and say, here, this is what I think it's going to sound like, give or take. Um, and, you know, what do you think? Do I, do I have the green light to, to continue on with, you know, kind of, I want her um, creative input on what the intro sounds like. The intro is about a minute and a half long, which doesn't seem like a lot, but you got to imagine, you know, the intro to music for this is only, you know, 10 seconds, so, um, but it's, you know, got some uh, sound effects, it's it's a, a more intrepid uh, a project of mine, uh, it's uh, going to be a little bit time consuming, but I don't mind it, especially in terms of what I want to accomplish by, uh, it's, you know, getting together uh, to do this podcast that's based on an idea I had, you know, 10 years ago that I've talked about before. So, you know, it's, it's kind of nice that I kind of had the time to put together everything. Um, it was a lot of um, 
files and audio to even put together just a minute and a half. Uh, the shows themselves will be uh, a little easier to put together uh, once they're done recording. Uh, and Deb wants kind of a block of those ready to go, and I think we're going to do... I'm going to talk to her about kind of a stilted um, schedule with Dam, where, you know, I think, you know, Dam will come out twice a month and Fear Agents will come out uh, twice a month on alternating weeks, um, depending on how I feel about, you know, the time management and if I can get everything together for, for fear once a week, I'd like to, you know, keep doing weekly and really just keep with that schedule and fill out, um, our show schedules. So, um, let's see, uh, speaking of other show schedules, uh, there's been a little bit of movement on things get dicey, our tabletop game show. Um, we do actually, uh, we found a place to do it. Um, I'll be talking to... Oh, it'd be really neat if we did it at a comic book store. That'd be great. Oh, I might have to talk to Ryan about that. Uh, speaking of talking to Ryan, I'm going to talk to him, and, and it, this is uh, Shooting the Gap co-host Ryan I'm talking about, um, who played tabletop games with me uh, years ago, uh, about you know coordinating all of the, the literal players uh, for this podcast. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, um, not only for a social aspect, but for, I mean, just having a game night and kind of having a boys' night question is when are we going to have it uh since we tend to play very late into the night or early into the morning depending on how you want to look at it and we've got you know we've all been kind of scattered to the winds uh thanks to life life happens it's fine but you know we're gonna have to coordinate how to do this and then you know like i said we have a where now now we just need to get the who and the when knocked out and uh you know and then i talked to all of them and see if they want to record it and if not that's fine, we move on, and, you know, if one guy doesn't want to be recorded and the rest of the guys are fine with it, you know, I, I don't know if we want to lose that guy. Uh, we'll see. Um, but, no, so movement on, on fear uh, agents and uh, things get dicey, which is always good. You know, we're going to be working on, uh, I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago, the interactivity with uh, Facebook and Twitter. Um, Facebook and Twitter have kind of uh, been linked together, so uh, that cuts my time of social media um, in half, which is nice, um, and it's going to really help uh, when we start doing all of the contests, which I'll be talking to No Applause, co-host Deb, and the Shooting the Gap boys, and um, I, don't, I don't know if we'll do anything with um, Fear or, or Damn in terms of the contests. They're kind of these odd pocket universes of shows, um, very self-contained fictional uh, things in terms of, of fear and with uh, damn it's you know much more personal I don't I don't know if contests and prices will uh, you know uh, really play any part so uh, but we're gonna have a lot of fun kind of brainstorming that um, let's see what else it's smooth and steady at the day job I'm waiting for the the boss to uh, touch base with me about uh, some HR stuff that I need, uh, you know, he trimmed the hours of the cafe to offset some, uh, looming overhead, uh, looming, uh, labor costs, and I just need kind of a bigger picture, uh, painted for me from him, uh, so that I can kind of, a, you know, take, you know, attack the problems, um, with all the information, so, you know, probably next week I'll probably talk about a little bit of, uh, what could be, you know, choppy seas uh, at the day job. Uh, I don't know. I had a great uh, weekend last weekend. Uh, you heard about it on uh, a time of recording today's No Applause that I went to go see Electric Six with a coworker. Uh, had a blast. 
it was uh, really cool having uh, going with someone who was kind of new to Colorado, new to like um, the, the Denver music scene and uh, venues. Then we walk into the Larimer Lounge, and there's like a guy playing um, new wave covers acoustically. He played The Church and Love and Rockets and The Clash. Yes, I know The Clash is not new wave. And, you know, the walls are just covered in band stickers and, you know, it's just, just kind of a, you know, a, a trashy, you know, dive bar concert hall type of vibe. Um, and she was just like, whoa, what is this place? And, uh, you know, a lot of fun. Uh, so I was glad that that happened. And then the next day, uh, my friend had a art showing in Capitol Hill. And as a coincidence, uh, not like a double booking or anything, but there was also a 10 piece ska reggae band playing. So it was this weird, odd amalgamation of stuff. Um, on Saturday, after I got done recording, uh, uh, uh myself and Deb, I called, uh, the same coworker, her name is Bree. Uh, called Brie to, you know, invite her to the stay on Saturday, and she was, no, I'm not feeling well, I think, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, hang out at home and, uh, watch How I Met Your Mother, and I said, sure, great. You know, I, I saw her that following Monday, and I said, oh, man, you missed a 10-piece ska band, and she was like, fuck, I should've gone. So I'm gonna be kind of trolling for, um, kind of the weird, random stuff, uh, in Denver, uh, and, you know, inviting her and just kind of showing around. There's no romantic interest here. It's just a matter of kind of, you know, imparting kind of the wisdom of me, you know, growing up and kind of leaving that whole scene and going, well, here, like, let me show you all the neat places to go and all the neat stuff that, you know, Denver has to offer. And uh, so there's that. Uh, but I had a lot of fun. Uh, just missed um, one of the exes at the art show. Uh, she posted a picture on Facebook and... I could see some of the pictures in the background. I was like, oh, we must have just missed each other. Um, so that was kind of unfortunate. I would have liked to have seen her and, and said hi and, you know, uh, give her uh, fiancé shit because it's the same ones that I paid the tab for them a couple weeks ago um, that apparently I'm an asshole for doing a nice thing in an asshole way, uh, which I guess, yes, would make me an asshole. And I'm just slamming through this stuff. Uh, I'm going to talk about, eh, let's see. I'll, I'll talk about a little pop culture thing real quick. Um, that I, I don't think I'm going to have the full time to talk about on No Applause because we always have several things to, to kind of hit on that whiteboard. Um, but I, I was watching the new Marvel Animated and I am just trying to figure out what the hell Marvel's doing. I mean, they've done a great thing with the cinematic universe and kind of taking over Hollywood and, and all this. It's fantastic. But their animation is still like they don't have consistent voice casting or it's not, you know, good voice casting. Um, they seem to be, like, in this really cool, like, anime vein of animation, which I really like, um, as opposed to the, the Bruce Timm-inspired stuff that DC does. And it's one of those, it's very high-quality animation, but the voice acting can make or break it. And to have things like the Justice League movies where you get big names... Um, or you have consistent voice casting with, like, Kevin Conroy and Susan Eisenberg and George Newbern and um, Michael uh, Rosenbaum and Carl Lumby, and that's, I think, most of the Justice League cartoon right there. Who am I forgetting? Uh, Phil Lamar as Green Lantern. You know, or Nathan Fillion as Green Lantern when they do the Hell Jordan stuff. Like, they seem to have a consistent voice casting, and it's awesome. And I like the animation. Marvel needs to catch up. I don't quite know what they're doing. A DC, the DC animated universe 
movies have constantly always gotten these great reviews, and Marvel has just fallen short, and it's like, okay, DC's looking to you to how to build their cinematic universe. Now, you, Marvel, you need to look at DC on this animation thing. And I know, you know, DC's been under Warner Brothers for decades, but you're under Disney now. Like, you have a studio... You have studio resources that you didn't have before. You could do so much cool shit. And that was kind of my nerd rant for this episode. Uh, I'll probably briefly get into it uh, with on, on No Applause uh, the, uh, next week. Um, and I'll have moved on it uh, from it in this show. And finally, it's just, uh, you know, kind of this weird personal thing where I've always joked that uh, I've been kind of asexual. Um, you know, it's like every time a girlfriend and I break up, I'm like, ah, fuck it, I'm asexual, I'm just going amoeba on this shit. And I kind of fell across a wiki hole, looked up the, the term asexual. Turns out I am, <laughs> uh, by definition, weirdly asexual. Uh, not completely so, I, I would never prescribe to that, but, uh, completely. But uh, on paper, it looks like I'm very uh, asexual, and there's something I'm doing that kind of even uh, furthers that. Um, while kind of taking a sledgehammer to it, is that I'm on a masturbatical. Um, and what that is is a portmanu of masturbation and sabbatical. Um, taking a break. Um, I, I feel like I've been weirdly desensitized to the fun that is an orgasm. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's just, you know, this average part of, of my day or week, and it's just like, oh, well, it's, you know, you know, kind of scheduled, uh, you know, this is when I do it, and it's just become very mechanical and routine, and it, it doesn't have kind of the the emotional impact or, or even some of the physical impact, like I said, I, it almost feels like it's been desensitized, so I'm taking a break. Uh, I'm going to become like the master of my domain, so to speak, and we'll see how that goes. It's, I don't think it's a matter of, of willpower. I think it's just a matter of I'm so linear in my thought process and schedule and that like a disruption to that will kind of cause my brain to, you know, it kind of pokes the rat in the cage and goes, well, wait a minute. Like now I've got 10 minute, you know, extra minutes. Like what the fuck am I going to do with myself? Am I going to reflect on what is life? Why are we here? Or am I going to try to squeeze in 10 minutes of watching Justified, you know, before I have to go to work? Meh. But uh, I guess I'll keep you up to date with uh, some kind of calendar thing every week. Um, that doesn't need to go on the website by any means, nor on Facebook or Twitter. So, coming up on a decent stopping point, that's it. I mean, it's, like I said, there's not a lot uh, kind of going on. A lot of holding pattern stuff. Like I said, uh... Two weeks ago, you know, like a lot of holding pattern stuff, and then I was sick, so not a lot happened because I just kind of hermited off and then just, you know, built a little carapace of wadded up Kleenexes and, you know, tried to heal up. So really there hasn't been a whole lot uh, going on, and that's it. So I'm sure I'll have more to talk about next week, as I always do. Um, so from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I am Doug. And from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. Good night, Internet. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. 
Executive Producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickberg. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!